Hello everyone and thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs about films. Whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, like I state on every episode, it means the absolute world that you're clicking on, that you're listening, sharing it as well. Thank you, honestly, it means the world. Dropping on Disney Plus over the weekend just gone was No One Will Save You, written and directed by Brian Duffield. Now on the back of the trailer, I was instantly interested and intrigued because one... It's a sci-fi flick, and two, it just looked like something refreshing and a different spin on the whole alien invasion slash abductee genre. I certainly got the latter correct, because this is something so vastly different to anything you'll see, and with some of the creative choices in the film, I can certainly see why people are divided about this film, in particular the third act. We will, of course, come to that, but before anything, I just want to firstly praise Brian Duffield for giving me such an experience watching this film film i've said on the pod and personally as well to a few of my friends i've not exactly been overly impressed with certain films that have released this year like don't get me wrong we've had some awesome releases and it's a joy to sit and watch and be transported elsewhere and then after it's even more fun to sit and talk about it for you lovely people to listen to but nothing this year has surprised me in a big way or given me like food for thought you know no one will save you absolutely changed that for me as i had to have like a good few minutes afterwards just sat there just with my thoughts there is so much packed into this 90 minute or so movie that i had to literally just take five minutes really to go over you know what the director was saying what his vision was what the voice was within the film and the beauty of this movie is that the director yes does have something to say but also you can really decide for yourself on certain themes within this film and i really loved that that's not me saying straight up, oh yeah, this film is amazing and everything worked, because no, it didn't, you know, there were elements that, you know, mainly involving the aliens that I wasn't overly keen on. You know me, I'm a less is more kind of guy, so I wasn't exactly thrilled when we got to see so much of the aliens so clearly, like parts of this worked, but my real issues came with that more than anything else. I bring this up now because I just want to make it clear that the film just, you know, it wasn't a home run. It's, you know, as I said a moment ago, it's the headspace that I found myself in afterwards that really, really took me by surprise. Especially when you think on the back of the trailer, it just looked like a cut and dry home invasion, but with aliens. And yes, that is the shell of the premise, but within the movie's core is a real character study on the lead character, Bryn, played by Caitlin Denver, who, by the way, is fantastic. And that's what we're going to be talking about and going over on this podcast, which is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, as to rss.com. Jump onto the socials as well. Search Joe Blogs About Films into Facebook, into Instagram. Give us a like and a follow on there. If you could, too, hit the notification button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever it is you're listening to. You will then be notified when the podcast has been updated and a new episode is there to listen to. But finally, as well, if you could please leave a review, that would be awesome. Hit those five stars on Spotify. That would mean the absolute world. But as usual, thank you for your constant support. It's worth noting, just before I do dive any further, that I'm probably going to go into spoilers within this podcast, like quite early doors, as there's some things that I don't really want to tiptoe around with this film. Um, the film is available, obviously, to stream on Disney+, Plus, so I would advise to just go stream it, go watch it, because it's certainly got a lot of people talking. Bryn lives a quiet, solitary life in a childhood home cut off and shunned by her local community. When her home is invaded by what appears to be aliens, Bryn must face the threat alone. 
Now, first things first, credit to the fantastic and almost wordless performance from the film's lead, Caitlin Denver. I genuinely was taken back by how brilliant she was in the movie, you know, from the opening acts. Seeing her just maintain and live her life in this gorgeous house was beautiful to watch. She 100% carries the film, and you're going to hear a lot of people give Caitlin Denver high praise, even if they say the film isn't that good. I can guarantee that. It's a testament to her acting capabilities to be able to portray every emotion through faith features and body language and it's also a testament to the brilliant storytelling from Brian Duffield to be able to display what a character is going through and the journey for this character as a whole again without any words spoken. You can probably count the amount of lines that are in the movie on one hand. Think Ryan Gosling in Drive but 10 times quieter or A Quiet Place but actually silent. The film has literally nothing verbal aside from gas and screams and maybe one line in there. It's genuinely breathtaking storytelling on that front. We learn very early on that something isn't quite right for Brynn in this small town. As nice and pleasant as her house is and everything that she gets up to within it, the local community have well and truly turned their backs on her. And this instantly had me wondering, what what could have caused that? There's too the added heartbreak of seeing Brynn try to maintain some form of community feel, you know, by a simple gesture of a wave or a smile in the direction of the community only to be completely dismissed and ignored, instantly gets you thinking, like, why is that? But the house as well that Bryn resides in itself is a character of its own. With hardly any supporting cast, the house needs to be a pivotal character for the main character to work with. Every room just looks delightful. The set on this is absolutely extraordinary. I can only describe it as, like, a real-life classic dollhouse The decor in each room perfectly gives you everything you need to know about Bryn, about her character. It's so perfect and gives you the impression that Bryn is so lovely that you still can't quite understand what it is that could have caused the whole town to turn against her. This, of course, then doesn't help when you suddenly start getting attacked and terrorised by alien life forms and you cannot get help from anyone. As the title suggests, no one will save you. However, the title, too, has a bit of a double meaning considering the film's themes, which is self-forgiveness. We learn very early on that Bryn had a friend that sadly passed away around 10 years ago, I think it was, and the repercussions that has had on Bryn herself. The family of this friend blame her, which we learn like she is in fact to blame for what happened. Obviously, we see quite towards say, that third act that she seems to have like a bit of a falling out with a friend and end up hitting her with a rock, which then obviously killed her. And the film really is just a study of this character as it not only goes through this nightmare within her home, but also the nightmare and guilt that she feels for what happened to her friend. It's about accepting and rebuilding from these events rather than let them define you for who you are. Something that the ending of the film certainly alludes to. Again, the ending is open to your interpretation, but after everything that Bryn went through and the strength that she had in the film to continuously push herself to defeat any obstacle that comes in her way, it was nice for her to have some form of happy ending and acceptance of who she is. The title, No One Will Save You, of course on one level reflects the fact that no one is going to save Bryn from her alien nightmare, but also that no one will or can save you from your own guilt. And that is up to her to forgive herself as opposed to expecting forgiveness from everyone else. Now, when it comes to the aliens in the film, I've already said that I wasn't overly keen on the clear imagery that we got of the creatures. When the home invasion starts, the film worked best for me when you saw very little and relied on sounds of the aliens running up and down stairs or having a mooch in another room. There's a great sequence that was in the trailer as well where Bryn is cowering like under a bed as the alien stomps about in a room. 
This was honestly brilliant. And the moment later, obviously, that tops that involves a fridge door that's like kind of wedging Bryn behind as she looks down to see these two alien feet. By the way, the alien's feet look like hands-on feet, which I thought was was an interesting approach. But anyway, she sees these two feet under the door and then two hands slowly reach over as the alien head begins to slowly rise from behind the door. It was so suspenseful. It gave me the right level of shivers. But sadly, that doesn't stick throughout the film as there's clearly a conscious creative decision to have the audience see everything. There's three different types, if I'm if I'm correct, in the film of the aliens from what I can remember, ranging from, you know, your classic and stereotypical portrayal of an alien, you know, big head and eyes and slim build, to what looks like the creatures from a quiet place with an alien, with a classic alien head on. And again, you've seen that in the trailer. I didn't mind the designs themselves, but I thought the mystery around the town and what was occurring more so with Bryn and everyone else, you know, within that was more enjoyable. Um, there were some excellent sequences where the camera would track overhead of the town, uh, almost giving the impression of something looking down at the town, obviously being the aliens, and then, you know, looking at Bryn's house all the time. Added as well that we see these kind of like full circle or half circle burns in the grass indicating the aliens have been here and there, you know, and everywhere. It also gave me the feel of like invasion of the body snatchers. Like I thought they were going to go down that vibe with the film where everyone is so off and weird within the town, you know, the shunning Bryn because they're all aliens or something like that. What also led me down that kind of rabbit hole was that there was a lot of heavy focus within Bryn's house of this homemade model of the town or a town at least. I'm assuming it's the town. Um, and like with the use of the lights that are in there and there were the constant flickering of the electrics and once the invasion did fully start, like the, the lights in this model town would start to flicker and then it would be flung to the ground kind of thing, almost like flipping what you know on the floor. Do you know what I mean? Like almost like this town is fake. Um, but, you know, it, it, it did kind of, had my suspicions of whether that's what we were dealing with that everyone was an alien except Bryn and I was kind of close to it I mean the aliens do take control of, of certain members of the town anyways I, I can't I mean I, I couldn't tell you if it was the whole town this or that some really really uh yeah like I say suspenseful intense moments have been like chased down a bus this and that by someone and carries on from there really but anyways I think that my positives for this film mainly revolve around the fact that you don't really ever know what's going to come around the corner next. Like, you start to think you've worked it all out, and then suddenly your head's thrown across the room like Bryn is, just like another left turn that you then have to start picking up the pieces again to work out what is happening. Now, this will work for viewers, or it will completely put people off. Twitter and X, as now it's called, clearly is showing that divide. And I do think the film does require a few rewatches because, like I said at the start, I did enjoy the film, but I can't work out if I really loved it or if I thought it was just good, you know? Now, without repeating myself, I just very much enjoyed the head games and the head space that the film, you know, it played with me and, and also the themes as well that the story is built around. Um, it is, you know, it's certainly, a say, far, far, far more than just a home invasion with aliens. You know, you've got this great character study of Bryn, you know, who's been through trauma. You see that regularly throughout, you know, constant control of herself. You know, there's so many moments where something will be happening or she knows something's going to happen and you just see her, like, take a minute and the camera will focus and come and put a real close-up of her face on screen as she starts to breathe, you know, taking time to just cool off, let's go, you know what I mean? You can definitely see that someone's been and, and gone through trauma and it's just that kind of guilt that she's got for everything that she's done. It's almost like is this now the universe paying back for what she did? But then it's again, it's her working out just who she is and accepting what happened and moving on from it. 
Now I'm going to give the film a seven out of 10. I think that that's about right. That's about fair. I think for now it could go up on rewatches, but I do feel like a solid seven is certainly deserved as it's just one of the better watches I've had from this year, especially like I say with the thought process afterwards and everything. I think that the stuff I've touched upon on this podcast, which I've caught from watching it once, but I know there'll be things I've missed from this film. Like there's, there's so much in there. There's got to be more layers to it, but still, I'd love to know your thoughts on it more than anything. Were you impressed with the film? Were you not so impressed with it? Was it what you expected? I mean, I don't think it's what anyone was expecting, but just in terms of a creative choice in, with the silence aspect of it, the limited wordage, <laughs> um, it was great. I thought it was absolutely tremendous. Some fantastic physical performance there from Caitlin Denver. But great stuff there from Brian Duffield. I'm going to check out more of his stuff, I think, because, um, yeah, really, really impressive. It's actually really nice to see uh, Gulamaro del Toro as well praise the film on Twitter from what I've seen. So I bet that's a buzz for him. But do let me know your thoughts. And as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It really is appreciated. Jump onto the socials, give us a like and a follow, all that jazz. But until the next episode, take care. <laughs>